0: Welcome everyone to another episode of In Check with Fintech, organized by PCN. Uh, My name is Rogier and on this podcast we interview CEOs, founders and executives from the fintech industry about uh, recent market developments um, and sometimes our company as well. And today on the show we have George Gvazava. George, welcome to the show.
1: Hello Rogier, thank you. Happy to be here.
0: Yeah, Great to have you. Um, George, you have quite an impressive background. I mean, you're now the CEO of Cryptics, uh, but you're also nominated by Forbes for 30 Under 30 in Georgia. Um, you're a visiting, lectur- lec- visiting lecturer Sorry, at several universities in Georgia and France. Um, could you maybe give the listeners a bit of uh, a taste about your background and how you got to uh, where
1: you are today? Yeah, great. Thank you, Rogier uh indeed uh when i graduated from the university um i uh, straight away actually started at deloitte um, as a financial auditor um i spent there several years uh but i thought that i need to you know uh, move forward and try something new so that's when i moved to investment banking Uh, and uh after that after a couple of years there again uh i got uh um, approached by the through entrepreneur and a very successful individual in Georgia who you know, offered me this new opportunity uh, about Cryptex. It was uh, a different name that time, but uh, we rebranded ourselves as Cryptex uh, to join as a CFO of a group of companies. So that's when I actually moved it deeply like with my day-to-day um, uh, operations and day-to-day they work to crypto. Okay. As an investor, I went in uh, in 2015. Uh, I got out in, uh, in around 2017, just before the crash, about three months before uh, the crash. And uh, so, then I moved like all in, uh, so to say, with my uh, day-to-day life and day-to-day work uh, in 2019. Uh, and I feel that uh, I made a I made a good decision. It's an industry that is just developing. It's industry that is interesting. It's an industry where you cannot kind of be bored because something new is happening every day, and every day actually is kind of different. So I believe that um, this kind of evolution my, my personal and professional evolution is um, quite highly linked uh, to crypto as well.
0: Great. Now there's absolutely a lot of a lot happening in the space, uh, which we'll uh, talk a bit more about. Uh... On the show today, but in terms of cryptics, uh, when did you guys start, and what was the founder story? Why why does it uh, why did it start in the first place? I think the initial
1: name was Brokers.io, is that right? Yeah, so we had a group of companies, um, and one of them, the main company was called Brokers.io, and then we kind of rebranded ourselves. Actually, everything started with crypto ATMs uh, back in 2017 when uh, when there was a need. In the market actually the need was created i think by the by the uh, companies and uh, this i would say this uh, crypto atm business just helped georgia understand more when they saw new kind of atm and uh, and cities they were like okay what is this oh bitcoin ethereum litecoin okay let's uh let's try let's read a little bit more mm. about this and so that's how kind of people got interested and then uh the um, how to say the need for further development was uh, seen and discerned uh that time uh, so um, we kind of hired uh, lots of um good crypto blockchain developers and other developers who moved kind of uh, to crypto at that time uh, we assembled a team and uh started started working in uh, like three different directions after crypto atms now, even though ATM of course, still uh, kind of still is and still operational uh, business for us, uh, we kind of moved more into uh, different kind of softwares. Like we developed our own wallet, uh, which was firstly kind of uh, for our internal uses only. Uh, but then as we got some feedback from outside parties and that they liked it, that they wanted to, you know, uh save fees on blockchain because our algorithm for example wraps up the transactions quite efficiently which uh reduces blockchain fees for example it it became uh and is still uh, is currently uh, kind of uh operational as a good b2b wallet uh which is great for Different kind of industries like crypto casinos, crypto ATM operators, crypto exchanges, and, uh, for example, crypto e-commerce. So it's not it's not that much of a retail wallet. It's mostly for daily business operations when there are lots of uh, different transactions and everything needs to go smoothly. It actually has a public API, so we have a public API, so uh, different, um, uh, different uh, businesses and different developers who would like to integrate us can just look at our public API documentation. It's quite easily and well written, so uh, it's easy to understand, but if anything, they can, of course, contact us afterwards directly during the implementation process as well. Uh, additional uh, that we launched, like the which um, um, uh, it is a, a Georgian, uh, Georgia-based uh, crypto exchange, uh, which we've developed everything all how uh, all in house uh, and launched about three or four months ago. Uh, it's also gained traction. We we are first uh, kind of um, targeting uh, Georgian uh, Georgia and the regional countries here, but. After some time, um, actually, quite soon, uh, we decided to, to start um, kind of expanding. It's we are very popular in Georgia, uh, and we are just trying to get traction in the um, in uh, various uh, European countries as well. Uh, right. as for, yeah, as for our next and flagship product, uh, I would say Cryptex Terminal, uh, which is a uh, uh, the Probably the biggest projects that we currently have. We launched it two two months uh, two weeks ago in beta version. We actually got a grant from Georgian government, Georgia's um, in Georgia's innovation technology agency, in the amount of uh, 650 thousand. And we of course invested our own money double double of that was invested last year of uh, our own money uh, so that meant that we got kind of recognition from the government as well uh, they believed in our story they believed what we could achieve they believed what our uh, project could bring to georgia uh in terms of knowledge in terms of uh increased revenues uh, in terms of development in general so that's when um that's when we you know, decided uh, put our uh, uh, feet on gas and move forward. So I guess that's that's the biggest uh, biggest project now that we we
0: currently have. Exciting. So uh, so you have the uh, B2B wallet, you have the exchange, and now the Cryptix terminal. Um, did you say that there's also you initially start with the Cryptix ATM?
1: no 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 we do not start with cryptex atm we just you know buy and operate atm so ah, i see not it but what we also have which i uh, have not mentioned is that we have a, a custom software development company called cryptex iq uh, on which we take on uh different global projects in crypto and blockchain space we uh, also sell white label solutions of our uh, of our businesses, like for example, uh, crypto wallet or exchange, uh, we have these turnkey solutions that we can just uh, help anyone uh, to integrate, and they will have kind of our uh, our soft, uh, and they can start operations like uh, uh, within a quite short period of time. Uh, so, and plus, if someone uh, would like to, you know, develop some custom blockchain or crypto-related project. Uh, with our team of about eighty developers, we are ready to take on uh, those as well, and um, we're quite successful uh, in this in this space as well. Exactly.
0: So that's really kind of contributing to the whole uh, crypto blockchain ecosystem, yeah, by developing solutions for companies which are blockchain, less crypto based.
1: Exactly. Yeah, Yeah, actually, you mentioned the ecosystem, that's that's what we call it, like everything started with crypto ATM, like when we were operating, but we built like a whole ecosystem around it. So if someone, you know, comes to Cryptex, we have lots of portfolio products, that means that they can actually get uh, a lot from one group of companies. Even though these companies are you know, separate, uh, still, it's the same group. So you know, once you come to us, um, you know, we, have, we have everything, I guess, to cover, cover people's needs. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Let's talk a bit more about Cryptex Terminal because uh, in preparation of the, the show, you gave a bit of a taste and I think it's uh, an interesting solution that you have there. What does Cryptex Terminal do
1: exactly? What kind of problem does it solve or wh- what kind of
0: opportunity does it give?
1: Yeah. So Cryptex Terminal is kind of first first of all designed probably for professional crypto traders who have lots of different accounts on various exchanges, as you know, like a huge amount of crypto exchanges. And they would like to, you know, utilize some strategies, some arbitrage, maybe some um, other bot trading, algo trading and so on. Uh, And it is quite hard to do it like one by one of different exchanges because you know the Bitcoin or Ethereum, even though the price differentials could be quite low, there is, there are still price differentials. That means that there is an opportunity, for example, to make some arbitrage profit, right? But it's very hard if you you know have open if you open like ten different exchanges and look everything. So why don't you let uh, Cryptex Terminal take over here? Uh, that means that you go to to Cryptex Terminal. You, you know, kind of sign up, Uh, you link your different accounts on different exchanges. Currently, we support 10 different uh, popular exchanges to one place. And you can see whole market, uh, all the charts from uh, these exchanges on one place. By like logging in at one place only, uh, and utilizing utilizing different uh, strategies. Uh, again, we have various bots currently which can trade for you if they are set up. Uh, you know, in a good and correct way, they can uh, trade 24/7. And as the crypto market doesn't sleep so doesn't so doesn't sleep the bots as well so even if you sleep you know that uh, a bot a computer program actually is uh, making money for you and plus uh of course um, for more novice or younger traders uh it has pre-set up uh, bots with preset up um, like suggestions uh from us, like what they should choose. But uh, more professional crypto traders, of course, can choose uh, all the parameters themselves and uh, test and backtest different strategies. This backtesting is, you know, a great feature actually. Uh, they can, uh, how to say, uh, decide on one strategy and backtest it. Like, what would they have earned if they started this strategy a year ago, a month ago, you know, and they would see, what we would do and then based on that information they can uh, you know do some adjustments or make uh, make absolutely new uh, new strategy back test it again because even though we we, uh, we always say that uh, past performance or past gains are not indicative of future performance it's still a good idea to you know do the reality check so to say what w- you would have achieved if you made the same decision a month ago or three months ago,
2: or so on. We started PCN 12 years ago with a view to serving the FinTech community from a growth perspective. Since 2008, PCN has helped household names in FinTech as well as the largest global merchants grow with the best talent who have specific financial technology experience. If you are a VC with a portfolio of FinTech businesses, a scale up looking to hire the best talent or a merchant looking to hire a head of payments or an entire payments team. Get in touch today for a no-obligation consultation on how PCN can help you accomplish your hiring goals.
0: Exactly. it sounds like a dream, to be honest, making money while you sleep. Um, <laughs> is, uh, so those bots, I mean, how do they, their, their, their trading strategies, if you will, are they uh, proven uh, by... I don't know, your own trading or by uh, other professional traders or are they adapting their trades every day using machine learning
1: or how do those bots operate? Yeah, so these bots operate on a preset parameters and the parameters, for example, that the crypto standard itself uh, suggests is that parameters are based on backtesting. So that's uh, that's how it works. But uh, lots of professional crypto traders would not need or would not want to use some parameters of others they have their own experience they they know what they're doing so to say and yeah. uh, they can input these parameters for different kind of bots of course lots different bots have different parameters so they can input them directly uh into them uh into the software and that's how uh that's how they can move forward
0: yeah and you say professional crypto traders use this but given that there's also preset strategies or parameters does it mean that me as in kind of an amateur could also use the Cryptix terminal or not
1: a- absolutely with just a small you know education on this um, like bot trading or algo trading uh i guess i mean an amateur uh, can um, can start but of course there are we always say there are risks involved so anyone who should do their own research and um after that uh, start, but this is a good starting resource, so to say, to start with a small, a small amount, and to um, uh, to test different strategies, uh, so that uh, people should not, you know, invest more than they are able to lose, right? So that's what we always say, and that's how we try to educate whoever wants to make, you know, get rich quick, because most of the time, get rich quick schemes are schemes are uh, kind of. Scam and fraud, right? Uh, and we, we've and unfortunately, unfortunately, uh, the fact that in crypto uh, there are so many of these kind of schemes uh, is because there, there is a lack of education uh, in this space and uh, lots of uh, malicious uh, players and uh, entities. Uh, have kind of um, utilized this uh, lack of education to uh, scam and to, uh, I'll say, uh, defraud different people. So uh, we believe that uh, education is important in this space because it's new, uh, and plus, uh, a responsible, responsible financial decisions are ma- maybe much more important in crypto space than in the equity or bond space because it's uh, it's harder to lose money there. And it's very easy to lose money in crypto if you do not know what you're doing.
0: No, exactly. Yeah. I think education is where it all starts. Crypto in itself, I think it's also still, I wouldn't say recovering, but getting out of a uh, more negative uh, publicity uh, or negative opinion, public opinion that people have. I think it's getting better and better. And the normal public is uh, now um, um, adapting or accepting it uh, better than it did uh, before and the story for companies such as yours definitely help with that. And I think education is a is a big part of that. Where does because you guys already found it in Georgia. You, you talked about you guys got a grant uh, from the government um, to recognize um, the opportunity that is there. What is Georgia far ahead when it comes to their opinion or their developments or investments, maybe even regulation when it comes to uh, cryptocurrencies and blockchain?
1: Yeah. Uh, thank you for that question. Uh, actually, Georgia is, I, I believe it's doing a, a quite good job in this space. Uh, I would mention that, uh, for example, Pit Fury, uh, which is a, a global data center uh, company and like a mining company as well, yeah. um, is uh, has one of the operation mining sites here in Georgia near Tbilisi. Um, uh, near Tbilisi. And we've been, Georgia has been, I think, in top five countries with the most bitcoins mined, for example, in 2016 or 17, if I remember correctly. And plus, even Georgian public registry, part of Georgian public registry is actually based on blockchain. So this Georgia has kind of utilized this new distributed ledger technology to um, do that immutable uh, records of of different uh, kind of information about land ownership and everything. It's still, you know, not fully uh, on blockchain, but there are, you know, early signs of uh, this usage, uh, which is, I think, quite good. On the reg- regulation side, Georgia normally, you know, uh, follows uh, guidance and recommendations from uh, different, uh, more developed countries, or like, for example, USA uh, or uh, European Union itself. Uh, so uh, there are like your directives, and Georgia actually has signed the DCFTA uh, the agreement with you, uh, which means that uh, there uh, is going to be like. Free uh, movement of goods uh, and services uh, around with the EU bloc countries and Georgia, uh, and that kind of agreement actually uh, also tell us to follow some kind of best practices. Uh, so different entities like National Bank of Georgia, Ministry of Finance, and so on um, are mm, are moving in that direction to uh, to kind of copy and follow uh, the best practice in this case. There are still some uncertainty, though, uh, remaining because, um, for example, on the taxes, um, uh, there is not a clear definition still uh, what is text currently, crypto gains, for example, are not text in Georgia. And on the other hand, uh, the Companies that are operating in uh, crypto um uh, there is with them for example accounting it's also you know not very clear but i would say that's also not very clear from the i don't know ifRS uh, point of view like international financial reporting standards because like for different kind of business models you can see crypto assets differently uh, so the treatment should also be different and there are lots of interpretations of the current standards but there is not kind of a new Uh, standards, especially dedicated to this kind of asset that would, you know, elevate the concerns that uh, different financial professionals or tax professionals uh, could have around it. So I guess uh, Georgia is in the middle from the regulatory and regulatory side in crypto. But we are moving forward. We are moving forward fast. And I guess that this uh, following these best practices would act as a catalyst uh, for further uh, crypto and blockchain development.
2: Berlin, we're here and ready for your hiring needs. After some short time considering it, we decided to set up business in Germany, meaning we can be closer to clients and allow room for new business. We're set up and ready to help find your ideal candidates, help build teams and offer up media services. People create networks.
0: Do you think that because you have a background in accounting yourself, of course, uh, from uh, uh, with Deloitte, do you, do you from an accounting perspective, do you think it's unnecessarily made complicated when it comes to things such as taxation? Um, and is it or are they is 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 crypto being a victim of just a lot of bureaucracy um, and not yet being generally accepted as a way of uh, payment or as a way of uh, financial? Um, um, Of a financial mode if you will Um, so my question is do you think it's made unnecessarily complicated now when it comes to taxation regarding crypto um, or is it uh, the victim of uh, things such as bureaucracy
1: yeah i think it's still like a victim of bureaucracy because uh, you know there is lack of uh, some clearness and if we want to elevate clearness we need to go through different bureaucratic uh, circles uh, so I would say that um, you know it's a um, probably victim of both at uh, this case but as uh, as this uh, sector develops we it cannot be ign- ignored any, anymore right like no. today like uh we we are recording the 14th of april right so today coinbase is gonna be listed with direct listing that is very important it's not a it's not an ipo it's not a traditional IPO of what coinbase is doing it's a direct listing so they are not actually raising any new capital they are you know selling what they have Uh, so they are listing some part of their shares, right so as we see um Companies, I don't know, reaching hundred billion valuations in this space, and probably even more once the uh, once the uh, trading starts uh, itself. Um, I, I I would believe that it's just already too big to ignore, and even even in the bureaucratic circles, or even if there is not a uh, like a a pressure to do something, it's still uh gonna be there and new laws and regulations gonna be there and i believe that a properly uh properly crafted uh laws and uh properly like how to say relevantly adjusted laws are very important uh for crypto's development in general uh because you know without without any laws and regulation it's gonna be you know uh financial anarchy uh and with too much regulation it's still gonna be financial anarchy because crypto community gonna you know uh find a way a way around so i would say that a proper uh proper regulation i think most of the crypto community already agrees on that because uh, too much uncertainty um, we kind of uh, creates too much risk and no one likes too much risk or if there is too much risk that means that there are there, there gonna be lots of friction and friction as we know for general development and general economy uh and in for financial uh from the financial perspective as well is not that uh, uh that beneficial
0: yeah no i agree and i think on your point regarding the direct listing of uh coinbase but also the uh, ipos which are happening in the crypto space is a very good development i think it goes to show that it's here to stay a crypto that is serious um and that is also uh, financially compliant because otherwise you can't be listed of course so i think that's a uh, Definitely a good development. Where do you see that, looking at the future, where, where do you see crypto going in the next five to 10 years, if you will, what do you think is the most exciting stuff that is bound to happen, uh, or is maybe already happening at the moment, just started?
1: Yeah, I think that is gonna be a huge crypto adoption. Uh, I would uh, I would uh, compare probably these two adoption of uh, PCs uh, back then, back in, uh, at the end of the 20th century and uh, of course, uh, development and adoption of internet. So I would say that it will be highly fully adopted and people gonna see different kinds of value in crypto. For some, it will be you know investing, let's say just in Bitcoin to hedge against inflation, to use it as a store of value, to diversify risks and so on. Others would see as a medium of exchange, uh so that means that they would use uh, crypto different kind of crypto for uh daily operations without any intermediary, intermediary or central authority that's what actually crypto brings to uh people like gives, they gives power uh to people and evens the power that the governments and some big central institutions have and uh what people have and i would say uh, based on these kind of developments, uh, there's going to be uh, whole huge industries uh, where uh, crypto will be uh, applied. Crypto, actually, not crypto, like the blockchain itself, uh, the uh, technology. Blockchain will be applied, and uh, these applications will, uh, of course, make processes uh, much more efficient.
0: Yeah, exactly. Indeed, the, the, the technology behind crypto blockchain is widely used already, and but, but can be applied as well to not just financial services, but also to supply chain um, and many other uh, industries as well, which is uh, which is super interesting. I think another uh, thing that we talked about as well in preparation of this is of course uh, DeFi or decentralized finance. Um, let's talk about that a bit more. Could you maybe for listeners in simple terms explain what DeFi is um, and what do you think it will bring to the crypto space?
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Thank you for that question. DeFi, or decentralized finance, is actually the term. I I, I always say that it's kind of uh, self-explanatory. It means that uh, we are bringing traditional finance uh, to just ordinary people without any big central authorities. Where instead of some uh, some party which we which we and uh, which general public trust, there is a computer code, for example, a contract, a smart contract. Uh, that is uh, based on uh, um, a um, how to say several lines of codes and that cannot be directly controlled by one or two or three authority first of all of course it still needs some kind of consensus uh, to build and there are when i talked about scams there are lots of scams in the DeFi space as well like Called, for example, a rack pool that uh, that uh, has happened a lot for uh, in different kind of protocols. Uh, but the main thing is that uh, instead of instead of going to banks so or these huge institutions, uh, you, you can connect to uh, someone, some service, or to even someone uh, without this kind of uh, people, and you can get similar types of services directly on a P2P base. p2p days or um like you can get uh, some instant loans without these lengthy procedures uh you can utilize uh different kind of again trading strategies for example like um uh, shorting a uh, not very highly traded uh, asset and so on uh and these kind of um, these kind of opportunities that the defi gives uh, to people uh was actually um, achievable uh, only to mostly big institutions and hedge funds in their trading strategies. And now, uh, DeFi gives this power um, to people as well. And uh, one of the one of the great, I think, applications of DeFi is probably decentralized exchanges, where there is not a central. Central authority which controls the exchange, but everything, all the trades are happening P2P directly from your wallet to another another person's wallet. Uh, and um, I would say uh, this uh, DeFi still is here to stay, and DeFi's applications, a uh, number of applications, and the quality of application, I think, gonna increase soon uh and we will see that we'll see that people gonna think uh about different um, industries that where uh where defy uh, can be applied and again when we talk about innovation uh, it's like uh, innovation means like doing something in a different in a better in an efficient way right so uh, when when we if, if someone do, does the audit of the different business processes, operational processes of uh, in various industries, I would say that uh, DeFi can create, can automate a lot of stuff that is currently, uh, that currently requires, I don't know, waiting from two, three people, which probably is unnecessary if it can be achieved by two or three lines of code. I, I think you would agree about that.
0: Yeah, and is it then, what does it bring, do you think, better or wider adoption to crypto or maybe do blockchain because smart contracts is very much linked to i think the blockchain technology
1: is that right yes 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 it's um, it's linked to blockchain technology and as blockchain technology itself is linked to the uh to the crypto i think the general ecosystem going to you know increase uh if if we if we recall uh i don't know from 2010, for example, about Bitcoin and blockchain, uh, it has, you know, different stages, mostly. It has like, sometimes it was, mm, it was a scam, sometimes Bitcoin was gonna change the world. So again, it was a scam. Then Bitcoin was a scam and fraud, but the blockchain technology was good. Then uh, everything is a scam and so on. And today I think we, we kind of matured in a point where mm, no one can ignore and, bitcoin is going into portfolios of uh, huge players uh, it becomes an asset for corporate treasury for example as we see from tesla's example and uh, i believe apple is also expected to you know invest a little bit uh, in uh, bitcoin so uh, you know these stages which uh, crypto has gone through uh, was much more volatile than the stages which the blockchain technology has gone through because um, compared to, you know, one cryptocurrency in general, a blockchain technology is something that can be used in, you know, in different uh, different industries. So I would say that uh, development of each uh, actually helps each other.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's interesting. I think uh, the fact that uh, what you said, Apple and, and, and Tesla adopting or accepting uh, Bitcoin is a is a great development. I think there's still a lot of untouched territory, um, unless you disagree, which means that there's also so much opportunity still to go after, right? Yes, absolutely. I agree. Yeah. that. Um, back to cryptics then. Um what are your kind of future strategic plans? I mean you have the B2B wallet, you have your own exchange, you have you just launched your cryptics terminal. There's of course cryptics IQ. What are your plans uh for the future?
1: Yeah, so we have this. uh how to say um uh, strategy plans for each each uh, company and plus a uh, plan for the group in general, because uh, there are lots of synergies, as you would uh, agree, uh, that can be achieved even within a group. Uh, on the Crypto ATM side, for example, we plan to uh, expand in uh, other countries and launch our Crypto ATM operations in some uh, regional countries on a B- cryptox wallet b2b wallet we would like to get um, and under- make people and businesses understand why our wallet is um, uh, better to some other um some others are trying to come from the market and where they can see value because we are kind of wallet as a service meaning that um, you know we uh, we take on you know, the uh, processes that are linked to um, cryptocurrency uh, transactions in general uh, so we would plan to you know expand in, in asia europe um, uh, and in the north american region as well in general on the uh, crypto exchange side side I think that um, the development will currently, uh, the strategic plan is currently to uh, become, um, how to say, the biggest player originally. Uh, we are already um, biggest in in Georgia. Uh, so um, that's, that's where we are moving forward. And for the crypto external, I think, Uh, anyone, anyone who trades crypto, um, at least on a weekly basis, right? I'm not telling, uh, talking about only daily traders. I'm talking about like people who, you know, do some transactions at least on a weekly basis. I think anyone uh, could have, could see value in crypto external. So this is kind of our Mm, our biggest uh, biggest projects that we have, and it's, you know, mostly B2C, even though we also have some enterprise versions, our main customer is going to be, um, you know, direct individuals like retail users. So I would say that uh, we want to be um, their help uh, in crypto trading uh, on a daily basis, on a weekly basis.
0: And you said the crypto external is a beta version
1: now, right? When is the
0: official, yeah, global
1: launch, if you will? Yeah, the official launch is gonna be probably in two months. Uh, we are just fine tuning, fine tuning some of the boards, uh, back testing some of the strategies uh, that there are gonna be built in. If anyone would like to, you know, just on a click of the button, uh, use um, use uh, this kind of boards. Uh, so I, I would say that um, in two months we'll be able to we'll be able to start a global uh, marketing campaign and uh, reach out to um,
0: everyone. Great. All right. Okay. So if people want to keep track of that or find out more about Cryptex or find more about you, where do they go?
1: Yeah. So I think the best way to start is from Cryptex.com, or we will see if people can see all our portfolio products. Um, We are quite active also on LinkedIn, Facebook as well, and Twitter, I think on Reddit as well. Uh, And personally me, I think the best way to reach me is uh, via LinkedIn Um, and um, I'm I'm really happy to new connections and to the opportunities that, uh, um, that we could do with anyone.
0: Great. All right. Now, perfect, George. Well, thanks uh, for sharing your views here. Thanks for being on the show as well. It's been great
1: to have you. Thank you, Reweer. Thank you. And um, nice to be here.
0: Absolute pleasure. And thanks, everyone, also for listening um, and for tuning in. Um, Tune in again next week for another episode of In Check with Fintech. And in the meantime, um, listen to our previous episodes on Apple, iTunes, Spotify. Uh, Don't forget to subscribe and uh, tune in again next week. Thanks for listening. and We'd like to leave you with a more serious message from our partner, Free A Girl, who are dedicated to founding child prostitution and impunity all over the world. Hi, I'm Eveline, CEO and founder of Free A Girl. Every day, two million children, especially girls, are being held captive worldwide. They are locked up and exploited in brothels, dance bars, or online, forced into sexual exploitation. Their freedom is taken away together with their youth, family, and future. We are dedicated to fight sexual exploitation of children by rescuing these girls. Please join us, unlock their freedom, and unlock your potential by becoming a business partner. Please visit freeagirl.com for more information. Thank you.